Hi and welcome to another day with the Lord. Oh, how beautiful it is. Oh, how lovely it is. My name is Jane. God bless and thank you for coming to a heart for God and what he wants for us. God is good and good God is all the time. Amen. I thank you. Today I would like to be talking about bitter sweet. Bitter. I would like to come from James 3 and 11. Does a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can it bring forth sweet water and bitter? 12. Can the fig tree my brethren, bear olive berries, either a vine, figs, so can no fountain both yield salt water and fresh. Amen. So I would like to give a definition of what sweet means. Sweet means delightful. And then also, I would like to give a definition of delightful. Delightful means lovely. And lovely, I would like to give a definition of lovely. Lovely means exquisitely beautiful. Isn't that gorgeous? Exquisitely beautiful and I would like to give a definition of bitter bitter means strong feelings of hatred my lord resentment causing painful emotions bad experience let me read that again bitter means strong feelings of hatred resentment causing painful emotions and bad experience Lord be to God I would like to come from Isaiah 5 and 20. Woe to them that call evil good and good evil. Woe means bad. This will be bad for them going around saying that evil is good and good is evil. That put darkness or light, my God, and light for darkness. That put bitter or sweet as sweet or bitter my lord you know uh, well what is sweet what is sweet when a man curse out someone what is sweet when someone looks down on someone nothing is sweet it cannot bear sweet water 
Sweet water is a refreshener. It is healthy. It is even good for swimming and fishing. Wow. Didn't know that. Yeah, sweet water. That's some good stuff. But salt water can be dangerous. It can cause high blood pressure, heart disease, and other ailments. When you know, the church is mixed up with the world, something bad comes out of it. Titus, the second chapter, I would like to read, starting at the 12th. Teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. So, blessed is the man that walketh. Hallelujah. Psalms, the first chapter, first verse. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standing in the way of sinners, my Lord. Hallelujah. Nor sitteth in the seat. They don't even be where they at. Nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. You can't sit in the seat of the scornful if you say you are a sweet born again saint. Can't sit with the scornful. In Proverbs 14 and 30, it says, Envy is a heartbreaking emotion. It talks about its hurts. It hurts. It has insecurities and loneliness. It is disguised as anger, bitterness, and resentment. Becoming envious causes loneliness and isolation for everyone involved. The one experiencing the envy firsthand as well as the one that someone is envious of. Let me read that again. Proverbs 14 and 30 is discussing about envy. Let me tell you what envy is. Envy is a heartbreaking emotion. It hurt. It's insecurity and loneliness. It is disguised as anger, bitterness, and resentment. Becoming envious causes loneliness and isolation for everyone involved. The one experiencing the envy firsthand as well as the one that someone is envious of. At James 3 and 14, it says, but if ye have bitter envy and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. You know, if you are going to be bitter and envious, in other words, don't go God's way. If you're going to be bitter and envious, don't go God's way. It's not good to hide that bitterness and say you are walking with God are not you just can't stand your brother or sister in Christ you are wrong God says that we're supposed to pray for them there is no division in God read that again if you are going to be bitter and envious don't go God's way it's not good it's not good to hide that bitterness and say you are walking with God. You are not to hate. 
your brother or sister in Christ. You are wrong if you're doing that. God said pray for them. There should not be division in God. Jesus said, how can a house that is divided? How can a house? In Matthew 12 and 25, it said, and Jesus knew their thoughts. Ain't that good that he know our thoughts? Woo. And said unto them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation. And every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. Let me read that one more, more time. And Jesus knew their thoughts. So glad he knows our thoughts. And said unto them, every kingdom divided slash in half not walking together fighting against each other divided against itself is brought to desolation brought to nothing and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand so we got to stand together God wants us to stand together and not be divided and not call bitter sweet. God bless. And I hope through this brief word, something was said that will motivate you to be that sweet person that God is talking about. And don't call good evil and evil good. And don't put darkness for light and light for darkness. God said, put it away. Put away these things. Put away anger. Put away these things. Envy. Strife. He said, put these things away. These things got to be put away. There will be part two. And part two is. Gift to God. What is acceptable? Acceptable says approval. When you accept something, you approve. Amen. Something given voluntary without payment in return. Something for free. A mode of transport. This is a gift to God. Let me tell you what this gift is to God. Thankfulness. Thankfulness is gratitude. Actively gra grateful our worship. For the Father seeks. He looks for those. He looks for this gratitude. Doing good to those who have need. The Bible speaks about that in Matthew 25, 35 through 40. Talks about doing unto those. To the least ye have done unto these, ye have done unto me. Matthew 25, 35 to 40. You know, our lifestyle, our service is our presentation. Present your body. What is my offering? What 
is my gift. And this box, it will be holy. Wow, beautiful box. And this box, it will be holy acceptable. What does God accept about me? Question. We'll be talking about today the story of in Genesis, fourth chapter of Cain and Abel. The story of Cain, what was acceptable gift to God. Abel, we found out, was a keeper of the sheep. But Cain was a tiller of the ground. I would like to give a brief definition of what tiller means. Tiller means he worked on the ground and broke it up. He loosened the soil so it could be used for planting. Abel, on the other hand, he watched the sheep. He His role, he played as a shepherd. The two had offered to God a presentation, a gift. Abel first. And Cain of the till of the ground. Why would a father reject a child? Is it because of his thoughts and ways? Unthankfulness? He thinks he's smarter and clever. He is disrespectful. He thinks he can do what he feels. He is not subject to obey. He is angry with him. God spoke in Genesis 4 and 7. God said, if, meaning, made a decision to do right. If means you are making a decision to do right. Cain didn't want to do better. He didn't want to give a better presentation to God. He didn't try to give a better presentation. God, he wanted better. And he was not willing. He was not willing. Cain was not willing. This attitude. He was wroth. Full of wrath. That's what wrath means. He was full of wrath. He had a tincture tantrum, my Lord. Glory be to God. Just like a father may tell his son, just because you have messed up doesn't mean I won't accept you. You need to do better with this. Go find me something else. Or could you have had communication with me, but you refused to come to me to see what I accepted or I delight in? Cain brought an offering, then Abel. The brother are always competing. Brothers, they always competing. Isn't that funny? Our children, they compete. They do that today in the church. Who can do better at talking? Hmm. Or who is the best gifted or can present it better to God? 
you know, God was not looking for the gift. He was looking for a heart, my Lord. Why give something if you're not going to give it from the heart? You might as well keep it. Or later, you'll be taken and wanted to take it back. Because it was never from the heart. So God could not accept Cain's offerings because it wasn't from the heart, my Lord. God knows our outlook, what our intentions are. It is what comes out, God said, of a man that defiles him. This was premeditated what Cain brought God. He thought this before he did it. It was random. It was a random thought to kill Abel. Years had passed, so he knew something about sacrifice. Oh yeah, he knew something about sacrifice because he saw his father till the ground. Oh yeah, yeah, Cain knew. He saw Adam tilling the ground because Adam was a tiller of the ground after he got kicked out. Adam, so he knew somewhat what was acceptable. At Genesis, the third chapter, and the 23rd verse, I would like to read. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. This was talking about Adam. When God had uh, sent him forth from the garden of Eden, he was to till the ground. A sheep was already, you know, recognized as a beautiful before the eyes of the Lord, but not fruits of the ground. Ground was not what God wanted because he told Adam that ye shall till the ground. Lambs are pure. God wants a pure present, a pure gift, a pure gift, if box, when you bring it, you are You know, they had intentions. Their intentions was to please God. So this was learned because Adam, he did both. God let him take care of the animals as an experience and experience taking care of the ground. So he taught his sons, but he was good at tilling. So Cain, the firstborn, wanted the birthright. So he was willing to kill to get it. Daddy liked you more than he liked me. The same spirit that walked the earth in the days of Jacob. Who was more accepted? Esau was a hunter for meat. And Jacob was for uh, the veggies, the ground. You know, a soup was made from the earth lentils, stew, and bread from grain, earthly substance. You can't disguise something else for something else. We have to bring God our best and have a good countenance. Because remember, Cain's face countenance had fallen. Means 
is facial expression, which is your feelings. Face shows feelings. And God knew his countenance changed. We have to give God an offering. As every man purposes in his heart, the Bible says, so let him give, not grudgingly or of a necessity, for the for God love it. A cheerful giver. Give to God cheerfully at all times. God bless, and I hope something was said that may have helped you to know when we are bringing God a gift, we must give to God cheerfully because he loves it, a cheerful giver. He loves when somebody brings something from the heart and not just throw him any presentation, but think about what you're giving God. And when you give God you, that is acceptable to God. God bless and I hope that you have a nice night. In Jesus' name.
Hi and welcome to A Heart for God and What He Wants for Us. Today, I will be talking about some more affirmations. Affirmations of bringing Affirmations of understanding. In these last and evil times, we have to have a godly made up mind. You know, encouragement is our fuel. Encouragement is our fuel. Encouragement is our fuel. What would Jesus do? He would use wisdom He would help people. He would do miracles. He would give his life. He would honor and obey his father in heaven. And love him. You know, you will be tested. To see, have you learned the real lesson? You will be tested to see, have you learned the real lesson? Are you ready? Tried in the fire. Come out as pure gold. When you're tried in the fire, you shall come out as pure gold. When you are tried in the fire, you shall come out. You shall come out. You shall come out as pure gold. Pure gold, pure gold. Through the fire, when you walk in the spirit, you walk in love. To get through the fire, you have to walk in the spirit and you have to walk in love. Don't trade your freedom for nothing. Don't trade your freedom for nothing. Your experience from God will drive you to want to be wherever he is. Your experience 
experience from God will drive you to want to be wherever he is. You have to see all his qualities that he brings. You have to see all his qualities that he brings. You have to see all the qualities that he brings. Your experience from God will drive you to want to be wherever he is. In these last and evil times, We have to have a godly, made-up mind. You know, encouragement is our fuel. Encouragement is our fuel. Encouragement is our fuel. What would Jesus do? He would use wisdom. He would help people. He would do miracles. He would give his life. He would honor And obey his father in heaven. And love him. You know, you will be tested to see, have you learned the real lesson? You will be tested to see, have you learned? The real lesson. Are you ready? Tried in the fire. Come out as pure gold. When you're tried in the fire, you shall come out as pure gold. When you are tried in the fire, you shall come out. You shall come out. You shall come out as pure gold. Pure gold. Pure gold. Through the fire, when you walk in the spirit, you walk in love. To get through the fire, you have to walk in the spirit and you have to walk in love. Don't trade your freedom for nothing.
Don't trade your freedom for your experience from God will drive you to want to be wherever he is. Your experience from God will drive you to want to be wherever he is. You have to see all his qualities that he brings. You have to see all his qualities that he brings. You have to see all the qualities that he brings. Your experience from God will drive you to want to be wherever he is. Yeah.